He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, GiveLify. Oh, gracious God in heaven, we thank you again for last week and this new week upon us that's dawning, oh God. And we ask you for your peace and power, Lord. We may not have had it on last week, Lord, but we want to start this week, Lord, by saying thank you for seeing another day. Thank you, Lord, for sun rising. Thank you, Lord, for life in our bodies, Lord, blood flowing through our veins. God, we love you. We appreciate, Lord, all you've done and what you're going to do, Lord, and what you've already done. And if we don't say thank you enough, Lord, we say thank you right now. God, we love you. We lift up your name, the holy name on earth with power to do anything but fail. God bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Lord, give me grace from on high power, Lord, to say something, to be a blessing to someone under the sound of my voice. Oh, God, we love you. We thank you. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you again on this Sunday. Uh, daylight saving time upon us and uh, losing hours. So Hope you set your clocks ahead and uh, get ready for that. This week, spring break up on us for some. And, uh, we ask you to be safe and enjoy your break. But um, God is never on break. And it's good news to know that he's always on duty. Uh, we asked you last week, the book First Peter 4, 10. First Peter chapter 4, verse 10. Uh, next week, if you're keeping up, and like to study ahead and uh, get a first hand. We'll be in the often read the book of Psalms, Psalm number 100, 1 through 5. Number 100 verses 1 through 5. But this week, First Peter 4 through 10, I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have. We do ask you to follow along. Peter writes this, just as each one has received a gift, Use it to serve others as God, as good stewards of the varied grace of God. Just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve others as good stewards of the varied grace of God. I just want to tag text for a few minutes this morning. You can start now. You can start now. Story goes, John Wesley's house burned. John Wesley. Being a great Methodist preacher, minister, 
back in the day, house burned down to the ground. Some people found him and said, John, we are so sorry to tell you this, but your house just burned to the ground. John Wesley said, that's impossible. No, John, your house burned to the ground. That's impossible. John, we saw it with our own eyes. Your house is gone. Again, John Wesley said, that's impossible. You see, I don't own a house. God gave me a place to live. I only manage that house for him. If he didn't put out the fire, then that's his problem. They have to put me somewhere else to live. That man understood. Wesley understood that he could have something and use something without possessing it. He didn't hold on to it so tightly that when it went down, he went down too. Some of us would lose our minds if we lost our houses and cars. We have to learn we possess nothing. This mentality affects our spirituality. If I understand that it's not mine, but it all belongs to him, then I do a better job of making sure that I do what he wants with what he has given me. Preach Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. We forget to give him glory. We forget to give him praise for what he has given us in our lives. We often forget to say thank you for just rising in the morning from a slumber the previous night. And in the text, Peter's saying, don't forget to give him a thank you for the blessings, the gifts that he has bestowed upon us for the elevation and edification of the church for the kingdom. We all have something to use for the kingdom. Tell somebody, serve him some kind of way. That's why in the text, the title, you can start now serving God wherever you are and whoever you are. Well, first look at the verse 10. We're going to break this down three points. First, you got something to use because first of all, just as each one has received a gift, God loves us. He loves you and he enjoys bestowing gifts and blessings to you. One of the problems in the church is that we have allowed ourselves to believe that ministry is what the pastors do because God has given everybody a gift. Everybody has the capacity to do ministry. Every person in the fellowship of believers is to use their spiritual gift, their blessing for the life of the church to serve one another. The pastor's job is, isn't to do the work of the ministry. His job is to equip you to do the work of the ministry. Preach Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. It's better when more folk work than just one person. It, it doesn't have to take uh, one. It takes more than one. It takes everybody. In other words, my job isn't to do the work. It's to get you ready to do the work. And I believe the health of a church is measured not by the people, the number of people who attend or the size of the offering but by how many people are involved in ministry. I'm going to say that again, press rewind, press play. I believe the health of a church is measured not by the number of people who attend or the size of the offering, but by how many people 
are involved in ministry. It don't matter how many folk come on Sunday. If everybody's working, then the church is healthy. Huh? I don't know how quick, how easy to put it, how simplistic to make it, but if everybody is working, you got a healthy church. The pastor can't do it alone. Most churches that 20, 2080, uh, ratio where 20% of the people do 80% of the job, but in a healthy church, Every single believer knows that spiritual gift and every single believer is active in ministry. Huh? God has given, tell your neighbor, you got something to use. <laughs> Some folks just sitting on what God has blessed them with. You got something to use for the glory of the Lord. Oh, bless his name. You, you got something. Don't, don't let folk tell you you ain't got nothing. To, don't let the enemy trick your mind. And they're telling you that you can't work for the Lord. And then secondly, you have something to give. It says, use it to serve others. You got God gives you gifts in order that you may share these gifts. Use them to benefit others. If any man minister, let him do it with the ability that God gives. Greek, if any man has use of the gifts, if any man use of the blessing, let him do it. With the ability, can I put, I put a parenthetical right in here? Stay in your lane. <laughs> Some folk are mismatched in the gift department and then, uh, respectively, they are dis mismatched in where they are gift in the ministry. Your gift may not be the same, so your gift may not be what you think it is. But as I say all, often all the time, you can't be funny dirty at the door as an usher, a greeter. Uh, that may not be your giftedness. <laughs> You you have to wear a smile. You got to be cordial. You got to be a people person. Don't let the enemy tell you you are not worth what God has for you. You have something to give. Subsequently, a lot of folk have just sat down on ministry. They sat down on the church because they are not been in the right place. One, two, they have allowed folk, the enemy and folk, folk who's supposed to be churchified, folk who's supposed to be a blessing to you, have told you I wouldn't do nothing for them. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. You, you can't let folk disdain, distort, and help you displease God. You got to give him all you got. <laughs> you got to give him something to work with. You got to work with some whatever you got. You got to give it. You have something to give. Use it to serve others. Now, let me go secondly on this thing. You're, it's not given to you for selfish reasons. It's not given to you to be saying, look at me. Look at I. I do all of this. I be doing all. I'm this. I'm. It's to serve others. I'd rather have a church full of folk with a mind to serve, with a mind to work, with a mind to give their all, with a mind to want to do it without being begged and coddled and, and asked up teen million times. I'd rather have a church full of that. Because God smiles on those who give their all. God smiles on those who do their best. God smiles on those who would give just a little bit of time. Some folk ain't doing nothing. But you can start now. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, you can start now by giving God all that he's given to you. 
And then lastly on this thing, uh, you got something to use first. Then you got something to give. You serve others. Then lastly, you have some grace. <laughs> the last part of that verse, as good stewards of the varied grace of God. Because every action of God toward us involves his grace. And this is what Peter refers to as being a good steward of the manifold grace of God. There are many ministries in the body of Christ. But you got to make sure the purpose of the gifts is that God may be glorified in, in all things by Jesus Christ. You got grace. And I got grace, and everybody who loves the Lord has grace. And it's through the grace that God works effective change in our hearts and lives. Grace gives us a new life, which is not condemned by God. Grace is the power that God willingly gives us to help us do what we could never do on our own. Somebody say, thank God for his grace and his grace never runs out. His grace would never be on empty. His grace, as he told Paul, is sufficient for me. And I don't know what you're going through but I do know you got grace whatever is causing pain and conflict in your life you still have grace I'm out of here when I tell you it was a great day on April 21st, 1836, uh, Sam Houston uh, and the Texas Army uh, defeated General Santa Ana, the Mexican leader, uh, and their armies. Uh, it was a great day uh, on April 9th. Uh, 1865, General Robert E. Lee surrendered to General Ulysses S. Grant at the Appomattox Courthouse. It was a great day on August 28th. 1963, when a quarter million people participated in the historic march on Washington, D.C. for jobs and freedom. It was a great day, January 20th. 2009, Barack Hussein Obama was inaugurated as the first black president, but it was a grace day. I said grace day, because on the third day morning, the angel rolled the stone, was sitting there and told, the, told them that came by, he's not here. 
for he's risen. He's not here. He's already gone. And you can start now by giving him glory for all he's done. No matter what you're going through, you still have grace. No matter what trial you're facing, you still have grace. So why don't we let us bless his name together? Let us praise his name. No matter what you're going through, you can start now. He woke you up this morning. I started you on your way. Put food on your table. You had capacity of your mind. You had faculties of your limbs. He allow you to come to his house and give him praise. So why don't you give him glory? And a hallelujah for all he's done. I don't know how you dealing with what you're going through. But I can tell you, if you lift your hands and give God some praise, open up your big old mouth and give God some praise, I'm not going to let anything take my praise. Is there anybody under the sound of my voice who can testify that God's been good to me? Is there anybody who can shout on credit before you? get it. Uh, is there be anybody uh, in the house that will shout out, uh, I will bless the Lord uh, at all times. Uh, his praises uh, yeah, uh, His praises shall continually be uh, in my mouth. Uh, somebody say yes. Uh, say yes. Uh, say yes. Uh, for all he's done, say yes. If he's been good to you, won't he do it? Won't he work it out? Won't he make a way? Somebody say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life, I believe you died and rose again on the third day, I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future, if you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit, if you did that, we would love to hear from you, you may contact us through our email, get praise on at houseofpraisepp.org or you may go simply to our website www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are 
praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it.